kind of tell by the video, they literally came at, they literally crossed the street to come stop me. <laughs> and it's like, you know, some people want to say like, oh, they're just trying to help. You know, I'm like, okay, yeah. But every time that I have let these people talk to me about Jesus Christ, they always want to bring up my blindness and ask if they can pray for healing. And I tell them, you know, how about you pray that my braille display ships faster? Right. How about you like, how about you like, pray that nobody runs me over or that you know they make our infrastructure more blind friendly <laughs> right but so. things we can do yeah mm -hmm. everybody welcome to the show my name is jason and i'm with my friend sadie and i can't wait one of my original blind person tiktok friends and she's back again and i just i'm so excited to have you here and to find out what's going on you said you've grown and matured and i love all of that you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. for sure yeah so what's what's going on you're in portland right yeah, uh, I'm actually in Beaverton, but I mean, close enough. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I generalize. Yeah, I, I, I do too. I usually like when people ask where you're from, I'm like, oh, Portland, Oregon. I mean, I kind of am. I was born in Portland, so. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah. Plus, I don't want anybody really knowing where you are. You're in right. a secret. I mean, they kind of do. I post a lot of videos <laughs> in like areas that are easy to recognize. And also like my P.O. box literally says Beaverton. It's kind of hard to hide. I just except that I'm kind of like putting myself out there and just yeah. knowing that I just have to make sure to keep myself safe. That's cool. I like that. And you do have an Amazon wish list, which means you get some of the best new, new toys, right? Yeah. Like you get um, to try some things out. Some things I don't know if we can talk about unless you have pre-existing <laughs> requests in, but other things you can talk about, right? Yeah. Um, I, I lately I've been putting a lot of like health related stuff on my wish list and it's not even posted publicly right now. And I've also had a lot of people buy like um, video equipment for me on my wish list. Nice. Um, but as far as like other, like other things that I've gotten and made videos about, some of them were um, uh, like partnerships and some of them were just things that I bought uh, like on other websites as well. Yeah, no, I get that. It's, it's, yeah, it's nice having a. Somebody once said it's more important to have a thousand people that would would spend ten dollars on you than it is to have a million that don't know you exist. You know, and so yeah. I I really love the fact that TikTok builds those communities around an individual like that. You know, right? And I, you know, I'm always letting people know that there's plenty of blind organizations they can donate to, and that's awesome. But I think some people want to know exactly where their money is going and so having a blind person have a public wish list or something mm -hmm. like that um, people like that people because they know they can support me in a more personal way and know exactly where their money is going yeah i like that and a lot of people get angry with you initially because you're so blunt and honest about things and that's what i liked about you you you're not an advocate but you definitely have a little bit of activist in your sarcasm you know what i mean yeah i mean I, I would, I'd say I'm kind of an advocate in a way like that's not really what I intended to do initially, but it right. just kind of comes with the territory and I can't not, I can't not call out ableism when I'm aware of it. I love that about you. Thank you. You know, ableists don't realize they're being ableist. And the way I like to see it is we start off nice by telling somebody you're being ableist, but eventually we're going to be like, you're being a dick. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so somewhere in between that, there you are. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I've been really, I've honestly been working on because I never wanted to portray myself as like this asshole online. Um, and I, I kind of did for a while. Really? <laughs> so well, I'm trying to come back I, from that. I think you felt that you did more than you actually did. I think That's a lot of the people like me and a lot of the visually impaired people loved it, you know, because we saw it for the sarcasm that it was, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
But maybe right. a lot of maybe a lot of people that don't understand vision don't understand how tired we are of getting the same question 50 times in a row. Eventually you're going to ad lib a little bit, you know what I mean? Right. And I think some people don't understand that like I've literally gotten these like if I choose to leave my house or go on the internet, I get these questions every day, multiple times a day sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, and I was I in our one of our last episodes we were talking to a Latino transgender lady running for uh, house seat in Philadelphia. And hmm. I told her, I explained to her that you're transgender. So that's your cross to bear. You have to explain being transgender to literally every person at the party. Like I have to explain visual impairment, you know? Right. It's just, it's just our cross to bear, but you do it in a fun way. Thanks. I've been yeah. trying to get better at it. I've been trying to, uh, not respond angrily i've been trying whenever <laughs> i have a comment that makes me angry i try to think how can i make how can i respond to this in a way that's funny right or you know something like that so yeah. or educational um i really try not to get mad anymore and it's right. not even that i was necessarily angry it's that i came off as i as though i was angry um and so i guess <laughs> i guess um i guess the people that actually thought i was angry what they're really saying is that i'm a good actress which i appreciate but don't really I, want to portray myself like that. I would go with that because <laughs> see, I, I, I have to memorize certain parts of podcasting. You know, there's certain things I say like, hey, welcome to Public Access America. My name is Jason. His name is Jeffrey. And I have that tone, something, a, a tone I would never use in a conversation. But what you're doing and I behind the scenes, I think we talked about this. You do a lot of back work. You do a lot of setup. You do a lot of having to know where every single thing is by recording yourself 50 times and getting it wrong to get that clip. And so you might come off as like, I just want to get this over with. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So and sometimes, yeah, yeah, exactly. So sometimes by the time I'm finally like, okay, I'll post it. Mm -hmm. I probably sound like I got an attitude because I recorded it like 50 times. <laughs> <laughs> But that's all of us. And I think yeah. the thing with visual impurities and disabilities in general is people only see our successes because we hide our failures so well. You know? <laughs> mm -hmm. And was, it's like people, sorry, I was just going to no, say go people, people want me, people want me to post more of the failures or like the mishaps. And it's like, I would, but you're just going to be seeing uh, a video of nothing in frame of like, just like some, yeah. like, like the grass. Like, I don't know why you want me to post that. <laughs> right. I just spent five minutes walking around looking for my water. <laughs> that's not that's not an exciting video, you know. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. And you would see a lot of crying, is what I heard. You know. Yeah, and yeah. I I did post a video. I was making a thirst trap recently, and I I was doing this thing where I like pretended like I was gonna hit my phone with my cane and do a transition into a different outfit. Oh, okay. Oh, excuse me, but I um I accidentally hit my phone with my cane for real. And I caught it on camera. So that was awesome. <laughs> and I knocked it over and everything. I like that. On my YouTube video, like when you go on, there's like an ad and it's me making mistakes and making mistakes and making mistakes, <laughs> just like <laughs> getting really tired of it and then getting into the message. Cause I want to, people always, like new podcasters are always like, it's so hard. Like I make mistakes all the time and I do, and I say, I do too. You know, I just hit stop back re-record <laughs> that's right that's my life a lot of times yeah exactly <laughs> plus i've been talking to people for like 50 years and i've been doing it this way for like 12 so i'm getting used to talking to people on podcasts right and i'm assuming that you do your podcast on a on a computer yep okay well yeah. do you use like a, um, a pc or a mac I use uh, an iMac, a 27-inch iMac with, oh, okay. with Zoom on it. So Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and it it has all the bells and features. I, I bought it and then paid myself back. So in, oh, install awesome. in installments, you know what I mean? Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I like that. And I use it for a lot of podcasting. We're up to like 770 episodes now. That's awesome. Congrats. Thanks. So what's new in your life? What do you got going on? Well, uh, I'm just working and uh, working and, uh, you know, <laughs> making videos. Um, I'm not really doing a whole lot. Uh, just kind of like same old, same old and working on my health. I'm, I did a goalball tournament uh, a couple of weeks ago, which I is heard a... heard about that. Yeah. And I, I'm 
because of my health, I actually couldn't finish out the whole tournament. I was pretty upset. Okay. So um, I had to go home early, didn't finish out the tournament. I would love to maybe get back into it eventually, though. And I also want to take some dance classes. So we'll see where that goes. I love both uh, of those. Also, yeah. uh, I'm also, um, I finished up the partnership I did with Orcam. And oh, I am right. doing, yeah, and now I'm doing a partnership with a uh, hair care and skincare company that does customized um, hair and skincare products. And the cool thing is they put Braille on their shampoo and conditioner bottles. I love And that. so I was like, that's cool. And so I reached out to them for a partnership. And so I'm doing that now. Okay. Can you say who they are or no? Yeah. Um, they're called Formulate. And they, like I said, make customized products to fit your body's specific needs. Like if you have, um, like, you know, I have really fine kind of dry hair and it's pretty thin and I wanted some shampoo that gave it more moisture and, and uh, made it more full and gave it more volume nice. and they delivered, they delivered. Okay. And what's funny is that I have a boyfriend with curly hair. And so we thought we were wondering what would happen if he tried my shampoo because it was uh -huh. made for me. And it basically gave him an afro. So uh, yeah. yeah, it's not for him. He needs to get his own. <laughs> but, but texturally, isn't that amazing? Right. right. And I and it was cool because I noticed a difference after the first wash. And I'm not just saying that, like, just because I'm, you know, a brand ambassador. Like, I genuinely yeah. was impressed with it. That's why you're a brand ambassador. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's what I love is that you get you, you get to try new things out. You know what I mean? And yeah. It, that's why your TikToks are really special. Are you still, what is your TikTok? What is it? Yeah. Like my I, username? I haven't been on TikTok, you know, well, I just posted a video there, but I don't do much on it. Um, well, it's, I'm still Sadie, the blind lady. And okay. I, uh, I, I'm at like, I think 225,000 followers now. I love and, it. Uh, I think I just hit 8.1 million likes, giving you all the all the all the uh, details here. And nice. um, the video I have that's kind of trending on my page right now is a video that I took a few days ago where I was walking home and I um, I could hear that there was a gathering going on at the park that I had to walk by. And it was um, a religious gathering. And so I started recording and basically said, you know, hopefully I can get past this gathering without getting stopped because they always think that God needs to heal me or something. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I get past the gathering and I'm like, okay, I guess the coast is clear. I can stop recording now. And so I cross the street and it's like, as soon as I get across the street, they approach me. <laughs> oh no. And I, and so after I was like, you know, I'm not interested. I whipped out my phone as fast as I could and tried to record him walking away. And I did, I got nice. him in frame. Thank God. Cause I couldn't see him very well. And so, so that video is trending right now. Um, the comments actually are pretty atrocious. The comment section is wild and I can't keep up with it. So Aww. people are hating. Is that what it is? Um, well, it's both sides. I mean, there's honestly nasty comments coming from both atheists and religious people. Gotcha. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, there's people on there saying that I'm being rude. I'm like, how am I being rude? I mean, you can kind of tell by the video. They literally came at, they literally crossed the street to come stop me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you know, some people want to say like, oh, they're just trying to help. You know, I'm like, okay, yeah. But every time that I have let these people talk to me about Jesus Christ, they always want to bring up my blindness and ask if they can pray for healing. And I tell them, you know, how about you pray that my Braille display ships faster? Right. How about you like, how about you like, pray that nobody runs me over or that, you know, they make our infrastructure more blind friendly. <laughs> right. But so, things we can do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's just my take on it. And it's also like as, as a, as a petite woman, like you don't want grown men running up to you like that ever. That's right. No. And I think one of the things that's important to let other people know is that we want our space. Like, right. you know, we don't, we don't need somebody the cane, if you if you take the cane and put it at 360 degree around us, you need to stay about two feet beyond that. Like, <laughs> yeah. please, like I, I watched some lady, Claire, the blind lady, she was walking around with her cane and people were tripping over it. And I, right. I don't, it's, it's, it's unnerving for people to not know you're there until that very last second. And is is Claire the British? Is yeah, she British? Yeah, that, I, yeah. I think I, I think I know what video. I think she has, she calls her cane Rick the Stick, if I'm correct. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I actually read the oh, comments on that video that see. you're talking about. Can't see. Can, um, yeah, can't, uh, can't, can't see, can't see. Right. But she, yeah, the comments on the video where people were tripping over her cane were pretty atrocious, like people yep. telling her to stay home and things like that. Yeah. 
And she I, handles it really well. I'm, I'm proud of her. <laughs> she handles it with a lot of grace. I agree. She was on our show and she talked a lot about that, you know, and I just, but I think if, if we can respect people, if they can respect us, it's just a lot of times I I'm on this premise, this theory this year that people just don't know. And if we tell them ahead of time, then they'll know when they walk up to us, you know, and they might even shout, I'm staying two feet away from your cane because I'm respecting the boundary I heard, you know, and that's fine. That's <laughs> right. great. But they have to learn it somewhere. I can't get mad at them for not knowing until I've told them and then they know, you know? Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. I, I, I was trying to get at your boyfriend. You have a boyfriend. That, that's so cool. That's so exciting. Yeah, we started dating in early November. Uh -huh. um, he actually, so like long story short, um, I live in the same place, but I moved. Uh, there's like a little studio apartment in the backyard. I'm like probably giving away too much info, but whatever. <laughs> so there's a studio in the backyard and I like, I moved into that basically. And then, so my room that I was, I actually, I'm in my old room right now. That's where I'm talking to you at. Nice. But anyways, my, the boy, my boyfriend, before we met, he moved in here and that's basically how we met because we were, we lived on the same property. Um, and now we spend most of our time in the studio downstairs, but we have a lot of our stuff in here and I do my recording in here and he likes to play games in here and stuff. So that's so cool. Is he visually impaired too? No, no. Does he find you fascinating that, that you are? Yeah, I guess, uh, he said that I'm the first blind person, blind or visually impaired person that he's ever met. Okay. So I, I don't know where to go with that. I, I wanted yeah. to find out like, I mean, does he, does he treat I always, I always get the women that don't, that, that have never seen a blind person before. So a lot of it's really all fascinating. Like I had a girl do her makeup and then look at, can you see me better? Because my makeup's done. And I was like, I really can, you know, and it, it's all these little things that I, I think are so cute. Does he do any of that stuff to like, see what it's like, you know, is he overprotective? Is he, un, you um, know? he is kind of protective. Like whenever he can, like if he's Good. not working, he likes to walk me to and from work. Good. And um, I like him. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he was a little bit shocked when I sat down one day to try to do my makeup at the table with no mirror or anything. He was like, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 All right. I'd never seen that before. So, but he, oh. he's a good guy. He's very supportive. Um, he, he really tries to take care of me, not just like because I'm blind, but just because, you know, we're partners. Right. Right. That's why well, that's what I'm trying to get at. You don't have to be treated different. Yeah. You still need to be treated with love and care though, you know? Mm-hmm. So. I like that. All right. He doesn't get mad. I, I tend to like freak out when I can't find things. And it's harder when you live with people because they're moving stuff around a lot. Um, right. And I've had, and I've, I've been with people, like I've dated people in the past that got really frustrated that I'm constantly like, where's this at? Where's that at? Um, but he, he doesn't get mad at me for it. He, you know, he understands. Okay. I get so upset with that. Why did you like it? Honestly, it makes me, <laughs> this sounds messed up. Like I don't, I'm not trying to say that I don't want to be with my boyfriend, but one of the main reasons why I didn't even want to date for a while was because I didn't want people touching my shit. Leave me my stuff too. alone. Yeah, me like, too. Let me have my space. Don't move my stuff. I want it to be exactly where I put it. <laughs> exactly. Yes. You know, what's weird is that once people know you can't see little things go missing, like mm -hmm. stupid little things that they don't, expect you to miss but it's something you touch every day it's part right. of your routine you and know? even if they move it like two feet away it's mm -hmm. it's gone to me it's gone yeah like <laughs> i said i was looking for my water for five minutes because i put it in the place i don't normally put it because i was recording at a time of day i don't normally record hmm. do you ever notice that disabled people love their individuality i'm trying to figure out how to like rally dis disabled people together on something but i'm finding that each one of them really likes their individual disability like we almost we all feel unique and special and therefore we don't get the rights we deserve because we can't co come together as one one group you know i mean i guess it's hard because some groups of you know some uh, people with disabilities might have a lot different needs than another like I don't for example I don't know what people um, that are deaf or hard of hearing need I don't know what people in a wheelchair need um, I'm definitely here to support them but I can't you know I don't really have any input as far as that goes <laughs> okay interesting but you do know about being blind right 
Yeah, yeah. Right. Now, do you look down on me because I have some vision? Oh, no, not at all. Okay. And I um, actually, this came up in a live stream uh, one time I was talking about it. Someone asked if I felt like I wasn't really like part of the blind community because I have a little bit of vision. Right. And I, and I said, well, no, I, I mean, I, I have felt like that, but I have friends that are totally blind with no light perception at all, and they don't treat me like that. So why should I treat myself like that? Right. Okay. I like that. I, some, at some point, I think there's just trolls out there trying to stir up stuff. Right. Yeah. But we do so. like our individual disabilities. And that's what I thought a podcast about disabilities would go on forever because no one is the same, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and I, I think it's hard, too, because there are basic things that this country could be doing as far as like uh, technology goes, as far as our infrastructure goes. There's a lot of basic things they could be doing that other countries already have impl implemented, like having tactile markings on the cache, and they just mm. don't care. They literally just don't care. I don't know how else to put it. Right. Yeah, that was one of your TikToks that that moved mm -hmm. me for like a month. I was like, why aren't we doing that? You know? Yeah. And what upset me even more as after I made that video is when I found out that there's actually a lot more countries than I thought, like even countries that aren't really considered developed that have mm -hmm. tactile cash. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I'm moving to Africa. <laughs> well, I mean, the large ones on ours were supposed to be for the visually impaired, dis disabled. The large one, the number, the large numbers? Yeah, like the large numbers. It used to oh, okay. everything used to be much much smaller on the dollar, and then one day the backside got ginormous, and I was like, I can see this, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. um, the hundred dollar bills, I can see the backs of those actually. Still, right. if I get close enough, because the hundred like takes up like uh -huh. most, like side of the bill. Yeah, but brain. Um, but you know, I don't, cool. I don't exactly have hundreds floating around, so I don't really get to see those very much i didn't think about <laughs> that i always imagined you just like rolled around in hondos you know i know i mean i wish i i, I know i have like a big baller attitude but um you yeah do. i'm really not i just yeah you uh, do actually you're always in new outfits new hairstyles you got new stuff all the time i get time, a lot of my know? stuff for really cheap honestly um and also like i had to buy a lot of new clothes because i kept having issues with my weight um really and then yeah. And then I don't know. I mean, I do have a job, so that helps. Um, and I also recently got a credit card and I've been um, just trying to work on my credit score. So I've just been buying things on there and paying it off. Like nice. I recently bought, I recently bought the Fieldum performance block backpack for the blind oh, and wow. visually impaired. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. You get to try all this cool stuff. What is yeah. the backpack for the blind? Tell me about this. So the backpack thing, I know, I saw another, I don't, there's a channel on YouTube called The Blind Life. I don't know if you've seen that one. Never. But uh, he actually partnered with the company and got them for free. Um, but I read more about the company and like the moral side of me was not comfortable asking for that for free because it's a very small company. The backpacks are all handmade. They only have six people working for them and making these bags. I just didn't. I don't know. I mean, yeah. they do like a program where they give because they also make bags for wheelchair users and they sometimes will donate bags to underprivileged um, people and stuff. And I just didn't I didn't want to take from them when yeah. no, I, I could pro that. possibly afford it myself. Wow. Uh, so I like that. Uh, so I bought it. Uh, I'm still paying it off. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, But I really like it. Um, I, it was definitely worth it to me. I did get uh, a comment like I would never pay that much for a backpack. And that's fair. But at the same time, I was thinking about getting a really nice backpack at like REI. And mm -hmm. honestly, those are anywhere from like 150 to $300 too. So it's not really much, much worse. Well, that's not um, bad. That's not bad. So, for, yeah. Because it's customized, right? For you. Right. Okay. Right. And so, so basically it's kind of a blocky type backpack and it's got, um, it's got like a, a divider halfway down so that you can store things kind of, uh, on the top and on the bottom of the bag, but you can also okay. remove the divider and just have a really big space, which is nice. Cause I can fit my equipment, a lot of my recording stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's, there's like little zipper, like 
openings on the side so that you can reach into the bottom of the bag and not have to reach through the top and dig through everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like on all the pockets and openings, there are these Braille labels, which are Velcro, and you can actually change them and rearrange them how you want. Um, and then the front of the bag, there's lots of different like straps that you can attach things to and Velcro, and it even comes with like a cane holder that you can Velcro to the front and stick your cane in when you're not using it. Um, and there's also like all the zippers are made from durable plastic loops. So they're super easy to find and they're strong. So you can hang things from them as well, like a keychain or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds cool. And they have a bigger version of that bag that accommodates <laughs> a, that accommodates a 13 inch laptop, I believe. So you can like open up the top and use your laptop on the go in the bag. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's cool. But it doesn't fit a massage table yet. Probably not, no. <laughs> <clears throat> That's so cool. What else did you like? Did Can I ask? Am I allowed to ask? Because you said the word Orcam. Did you like it? Um, It, it wasn't for me, okay. you know, but I don't, I don't really have anything bad to say about it because there are a lot of people who want one and there's a lot of people who have one and do like it. It just wasn't for me. Yeah, okay. Wasn't for me either. I'm just kind of curious. You, you get to try all these products i like yeah. that you got like i mean a, i worked i worked for it i you know i did you partner with them so yeah, I, I did you know it, it was like a contract deal so mm -hmm. yeah and no that's fair i'm i know a couple of people that are in that contract <laughs> I, I do so. i do feel lucky though you know because if i was just like some nobody with like you know two followers i probably wouldn't have had that opportunity yeah yeah why do you think people follow you you know i used to wonder that um i still don't completely know but i think it's because i i try to be relatable i think i try to come off as someone that people could be friends with okay um and so maybe that's why they like to follow me okay. i mean i get a lot of comments from people saying they would want to hang out with me so that's the best guess i can come up with <laughs> well now that i know you have extra room yeah i i would love to hang out <laughs> with you and your boyfriend i think that that hair sounds amazing you know yeah <laughs> it's, it's fun yeah no that's cool and how does he how does he fit into the video making um he he was a little bit frustrated by tiktok at first um but i kind of just let him play with it more on his own so he mm. could get used to the app i think it was just more frustration with how the app works yeah. Um, and so I'd be like, will you help me? And he did. He just didn't get it. And he'd get frustrated, which in turn would make me frustrated and it wouldn't be very much fun. So we're actually thinking about um, there is a, like a there's like a, a, a dance, like a thirst trap, as they say. Okay. That's somewhat trending on TikTok right now. And it seems to be done with couples or just like more than one person. And so I'm trying to get him to do that with me. And he seems up for it. Nice. Yes. We need more more dancing. Yeah. Yes. You need more dual dancing. I've actually um started posting more dancing videos, even if they're like even if they're really bad. <laughs> <laughs> even if it's just even if they're just goofy because people people like those and it's a way to it's a way it's it's never negative. Like it's like there's nothing negative about something someone dancing, honestly. So sometimes when I'm trying to like counteract some negativity on my account, I'll just post humorous videos and dancing videos and things like that. I remember I remember you trying to fly your cane and like explaining <laughs> how you were like filming it, but then jumping up in the air and trying just to capture those moments in video. Yep. I'm I'm so glad. I'm so grateful that I was out in the country doing that and not in the center of Beaverton. That's so <laughs> funny. It's so embarrassing. I'm already embarrassed when I make videos in public, but I do it anyway. Why are you embarrassed? Because, like, I can't see if people are looking at me, but I kind of assume that they are because I'm kind of a spectacle as is without my tripod. So, so now you, now I got, like, my, my tripod, my phone, my cane, all my equipment. I'm definitely a lot more of a spectacle than I, original, than I already am. So, okay. um, And it's like sometimes I can't obviously confirm if people are looking at me or not, but sometimes I feel the energy of people staring at me. Yes. And sometimes I can confirm that they're staring at me because it's followed up with, are you okay? Do you need any help? And I know they were staring at me before they decided to ask. Yeah. Um, I, I was wondering this about, about you. I don't think people understand that disabled can be beautiful, you know? And I yeah. think that people see you initially and they're like, she's beautiful and then wait 
what's going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then I think yeah. a lot of it is like, how can how can blind be attractive? So mm-hmm. I think I wonder if you get any of that. But you're you've always been above that. Like you don't pander to that crowd. Yeah. You've always been serious. Like I said, you 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 tickle advocacy, but you're definitely an activist, you know, in your own oh, way. Oh yeah. And you so, know what's funny. Whenever I post videos where I'm in a cute outfit or I'm dancing or something and I get lots of comments telling me I'm beautiful and attractive and all that, like I want to respond and like like the comments just for engagement purposes. But at the same time, it's really cringy. Like, do I respond to the guy that says "Mm, yummy or do I respond to the person that says, oh, you're so beautiful? Like, which one do I just ignore them all? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because they're all imagining it's the first time you've ever yeah. heard it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Each guy sees your video and goes, oh, she's beautiful and blind. She's never gotten any attention. Let me tell her she's beautiful. Uh, Yum is the best they can come up with. So you know it drives why? me crazy. Because TikTok doesn't have like a honking sound. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and honestly, like it makes me laugh at this point. Like I don't let it yeah. bother me. No, um, I mean, I, if, if a comment bothers me a lot, I will just delete it. Uh, right. But, you know, I generally just I, I'm like, you know, I I kind of did it to myself. I'm choosing to post content like this, you know, mm-hmm. knowing what kind of comments I'm going to get. So I'm just I'm, you know, I just choose to be amused by it rather than annoyed. Right. Right. I get that. But you some get of to- them are pretty hysterical, honestly. Like my inbox on Instagram is pretty wild. The messages I get, it makes me laugh. Like I'm not even mad. I laugh at them. <laughs> That's fine. And you listen to them, right? So you use yeah. like the screen reader? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I look at things too, but um, I need, I also need my screen reader because uh, the thing, what I, what my eyes are telling, or, you know, how do I explain this? I might, see something like i might actually have like the visuals and see something but it's not accurate so i can't necessarily trust what i think that i'm seeing read holy cow yeah i've uh i've made some big mistakes by trying to trust the vision that i have left <laughs> me too yeah i uh so long, i'm gonna tell you this is actually kind of funny so quite a few years ago i woke up from a nap and i was feeling pretty good and i had like a tank top on and i had a, just a bra underneath but see the tank top um had like a fl- like a floral flower print uh-huh. and so so did the bra Nice. See, what I didn't realize, a lot of times when women fall asleep in tank tops, um, our boob pops out. Okay, it happens. It pops out of the side of the tank top. Right. I didn't know. I didn't know. And so I posted a selfie of myself and I we posted it on Facebook. <laughs> oh, so we did. <laughs> and that. I had no idea that my whole like bra cup was hanging out until I until I felt my chest and realized and I'm like, oh, my God, was it like that in the photo? Oh, no. So I went on Facebook to check the comments. And of course, the first people that commented were blind. Oh, cool. So (laughs) So, they didn't even say anything. No. And so I I deleted it just to be safe. And I messaged them because some of them have a little bit of vision. And I'm like, did you see my bra? And they're like, no. I'm like, of course you didn't. (laughs) No, no, I don't have that copy and pasted somewhere else now. (laughs) (laughs) Close call. Yeah, no, I think you can get a lot by us. <laughs> That's why, I, like, I, like I said, I don't like people around my stuff either. You know, I don't yeah. know what they're just randomly moving the toilet mm-hmm. paper. It's gone forever. Why? Because you moved it a <laughs> yeah. foot, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I had that problem. Somebody put it in the wrong spot. And as I was walking through the bathroom, I knocked it into the toilet. And I was like, what oh, was that's that? the worst. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. I've done that. Yeah. I'm good with like glasses. People will put glasses, like they'll give me a drink or something, but not tell me they did it. And so I'll turn around and I'll just knock it over everywhere. Yep. I did that actually at work one time. Um, It was pretty hysterical. Uh, There was like like a, a fountain drink of Pepsi or something, some kind of dark uh-huh. soda sitting on. And I always tell ple- people, please, if you are around me or if I am around you or whatever, if we're working the same shift, please don't yeah. put your drinks on the corner or the edge of the counter. Please. Right. I yeeted that thing right off the counter. It flew all <laughs> over the floor. There was like dark soda all over the break room. I was like, oh no. And then guess what? We don't have to <laughs> clean it up. <laughs> 
I mean, I, I, I did the best I could, but I had to get some help because uh-huh. I couldn't see where it all went. So exactly. Yeah. One day my roommate told me, <laughs> well, I don't know if you can clean the cabinets. I'll do that. And I was like, you, you know what? You're right. My toilet's dirty too, buddy. And he's like, I'll get it. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> you know, one time. So, okay. So when we came back from the pandemic at my job, when my, when the spa that I work at reopened, yeah, I actually yeah. picked up some extra shifts cleaning and not just doing massage. Oh, cool. And they literally one time they're like, Sadie, can you please not wash the windows anymore? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I, I was leaving so many streaks and just had no idea. Wow. See, I look super close and I use my like fingers. You know, I don't know if I could do glass. I think I'd screw that up, you know, but like counters or stuff or dishes, I can feel my the way. And I I I oversweep. Like I can't see the floor when I'm sweeping. So I sweep in a grid pattern, just assuming I'm getting it, you know. So I um I actually my I, I found it out my landlady has this stuff I'd never heard of it until I tried it I struggle with cleaning anything glass or shiny because I always leave streaks and I'm like I don't know what to do mm-hmm. anyways my landlady had this cleaner called Hope's Perfect Glass or something like that and it's for windows but I also have like a glass stovetop and so I use it on yeah. that too I my blind ass can clean it perfectly no streaks no problem wow. It's actually kind of amazing. Hopes. And it was just a random bottle of stuff I found under, under her sink. Right. That's how we find the things we can use. That's right. so cool. <laughs> how did you know it was working, though? Um, I asked. Okay. I have to ask. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, and also, I just kind of go off the feedback, because usually if I clean something and it's not right, somebody will tell me. I mean, that's how I... That's how I learned a lot of things throughout my life is I did it wrong and somebody confronted me about it. So Right. Uh, I don't know. I'm tough with that. I just tell people, then clean it. Like you could have cleaned all of it. <laughs> I cleaned 90%. Just whatever. Yeah. Follow up and don't make a big fuss of it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> did you want me to thank I, uh... you? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I, I used to be, I'm not going to say that I'm a clean freak, but I, try to be a lot cleaner than I used to be because yeah. I I just don't want the background of my videos if you know if anything right. you know if I get part of my living space in the background I just don't want it to be completely trashed right it's embarrassing yeah I do the best I can hoping my friends will get me the rest of the way I had a maintenance guy come in and he's like I'm gonna replace the shelf on your in your refrigerator and I was like okay and he's like hey buddy these blueberries they're really moldy and I was like <laughs> are they i was gonna eat those like and he's like i uh, know uh, please don't and i was like thanks buddy I, you, know, like, <laughs> you know what thank god for my boyfriend because he actually whenever i buy strawberries he has to go through them for me because i um have eaten some bad strawberries in the past yes. yeah that's my biggest fear and is just eating things I, like that. I can i can kind of feel if they're going bad on the uh-huh. outside but you know sometimes i miss one or two <laughs> yeah, well, and it's kind of gross or it comes down to where I really want a strawberry. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm, I'm glad that he went through them because this last time when we got strawberries, unfortunately they picked a bad batch um, and like almost mm. more like more than half of them were bad. Okay. So do you normally just stick to foods that before your boyfriend, did you stick to foods that you could feel and know were good or bad? So this is kind of an interesting um a topic to get into. So I actually have an eating disorder. Um, it's part of the reason why I've been struggling a lot the last couple of years. I lost oh. a lot of weight from not eating. Okay. Um, and I found out that I have, uh, it's a new diagnosis. I mean, I kind of suspected for a long time that I had an eating disorder, but the problem is that they didn't have the diagnosis in the DSM to back it up. Okay. So I found out that I have something called um, RFID, which is a abbreviation for avoidant restrictive food intake disorder. And it's kind of like anorexia, but it's not self-image based it's um you know there's a lot of different reasons why people can have rfid and mine is mostly texture and sensory based wow okay so i i genuinely i i have a hard time enjoying food i don't get the same joy that other people get when they eat uh, even foods that they like um and so a lot of times i just don't eat and i was kind of in denial about it for a while so i was just getting skinnier and skinnier and didn't know what was going on Okay. Um, until my coworkers, yeah, foods, right? I, I didn't really real, and because I wasn't doing it like intentionally to lose weight, like I didn't mm-hmm. really 
catch it. And yeah. it honestly took my coworkers confronting me about it for me to really realize that I had a problem because they kept asking me, like, have you eaten today? What have you eaten today? Are you hungry? You know? Yeah. And I, I finally realized like, oh shit. Uh, no, I haven't eaten today at all or yesterday or the day before. <laughs> okay. And it was because of the texture. You just limited your food, the foods you so would eat. I, I, I kind of, I kind of just started avoiding food. Um, to Altogether, the point where I wasn't like eating certain well, foods. I, I would start avoiding certain foods and then it got so bad to where I was avoiding all food. Gotcha. And okay. then um, actually a couple months ago, I finally accepted that I needed to start drinking like meal replacement shakes if I'm uh -huh. not able to get uh, enough solid foods in. Um, and that's helped a lot with my blood work. I haven't really gained Good. a lot of weight back, but I'm definitely healthier than I was when I was just avoiding it altogether. Then you're going to work, keep working on it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I went through an eating disorder program in the fall, but the problem was is that it was geared towards people with anorexia uh -huh. and bulimia, which is um, like uh, based on your self-image right. uh, and, and things like that. And I, you know, like it just you can't treat people with ARFID the same way. Like I don't have a problem with my self-esteem. Telling me to love myself isn't going to help me eat more. Right. Okay. I, See, I have, I, my issue with food is if I'm hungry, then that's all I'm worrying about. And I'm not thinking about the misery of my life, but when I eat, then I'm full. And then I think how, about how crappy life is. So I don't Aww. eat, so I don't eat, you know, <laughs> well, for a while, for a while there, I didn't. Now I, I learned to love the process of making the food. And in that I find a joy in like, I'm very creative and art like artsy in certain ways. And so I like making something like that for myself and then enjoying it, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. But I did a lot of, I just made a cheesecake. I don't eat cheesecake. Here, take the cheesecake. <laughs> My friend, he's 300. He was four, almost 400 pounds. He would do, yeah. You made fudge? You don't eat fudge. No, I don't eat fudge here. I just wanted to see if I could make it, you know? <laughs> right. But then I started right. making like salads and, and like, like enjoying the, the stuff, like shopping for it, the sprouts or, you know, and loving that. Like I learned to make hummus and I could see where you don't like certain textures where that would be gross, but like right. hummus is pretty interesting mm -hmm. when you think about it as like the scrub brush for your body, like, and then the flavors you can, and just like playing with it and creating something that like ancient people were making i don't know for some reason it's just kind of cool to me that like in five minutes i can go in the kitchen just hummus you know and just right get that fiber in my body um over like last spring and summer um i was taking some cooking classes at the oregon commission for the blind uh to hopefully improve my uh cooking skills to mm. make uh food preparation and eating easier for me and it definitely helped as far as um increasing my confidence uh, yeah. in the kitchen but cool. it didn't really help the eating aspect so i still struggled to even eat the food that i made right and yeah no i told somebody once the worst thing about being blind is i got to eat a blind guy's cooking you know <laughs> 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 i watched this girl caitlin making a quiche and i was like that was a lot of garlic salt honey <laughs> was it uh caitlin wackerman yeah, it that yeah, caitlin? yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's so funny she's hilarious and i love her but she was making a quiche and i was just like because i can zoom you know <laughs> i was like yeah that was a lot of garlic and she was like i think that was a lot of garlic but i don't care you don't have to eat it <laughs> i was like you're so hilarious <laughs> <laughs> i my one of my favorite things to make uh that's kind of a safe food yeah. for me is homemade potato wedges uh, just using russet potatoes and then i cut up we cut them um like the long way uh -huh. into into smaller um like spears kind of yeah, yeah and then uh, i take vegetable oil it's got to be vegetable oil it seems to work better than olive oil uh, and then I put I put, you know, the seasonings I want in the oil mm -hmm. and then I basically like dunk the uh, the potato spears in the oil and kind of lay them out evenly on the baking sheet. Mm. And then I put them in for 12 or 12 to 15 minutes on one side and then flip and take them out and then flip them over and do the same thing on the other side. Um, a lot of recipes say that you have to boil them first and it's just not necessary. No, it's not necessary. Wow. What is it about those you like then? Easy to get down. Uh, not a whole bunch of different textures. Okay. Um, 
It's just very simple. It doesn't hurt my stomach. And it's pretty, uh, honestly, for someone that's malnourished, potatoes are not a bad option. Oh, no, I agree. I was because. Yeah. Oh, I no, did, I just meant like, yeah. So I that's dated why I a like girl them. once and she was like, I don't eat white foods. And I was <laughs> like, that's incredible. Like, you don't eat sour cream. She's like, no. And I was like, wow. You don't mayonnaise? <laughs> no. no. Salt? No. I was like, wow. You know? But it is was it because of like bleach or is it like a, is it because she was worried about dyes or bleach or something? I'm going to be honest. We didn't date long enough for me to ever find out. <laughs> okay. Fair. You know, but I just thought that was so interesting. I didn't obsess about it or anything, but like I, it, I would keep going to like, every time I would think about a white food, I would be like egg. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's funny. Eggs are like naturally white too. That's funny. I wonder yeah. what, I wonder what the deal is behind that. I don't know. Because I know some people, for example, don't like white bread because they add there's like added food dyes in them, I believe. To I make them like white that. like that. But. I don't like it. But I'm I'm like in my fifties, so what bread does for other people just doesn't do for me. Like I'm diabetic and so uh, bread 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 will turn into this like golf ball that goes through my body very slowly giving my body a chance to get all the sugar out of it that it can, you know? And that's why like hummus goes through my body really nicely, you know, and takes everything with it and doesn't give me sugar in the process. So, right. Yeah. But it's more about what my body likes than what I like, you know? Exactly. I'm kind of the same way. Like I, as far, you know, because I have to drink a lot of meal replacements because I'm not getting enough. A lot Uh of them contain, a lot of them contain soy. Yeah. Uh, turns out that I have a soy intolerance, but a lot of the soy free alternatives are like more expensive, expensive of course. Yeah. Public Access America. It's always funny because, like, especially because as you know, libertarians, we get a ton of shit, even amongst other libertarians. I think political philosophy is a lot like religion, and where there's moments you have to go on faith and trust what somebody else is saying. The main, the main focus is it's like less dependence on the government because, well, we've seen how that's gone. And you don't have to do that if you think about it in a human way. You know, more dependence on connections with each other. But you can always bring it back to what would one human do for another? What would a hundred do for a hundred? People looking out for people. Find Public Access America anywhere you find your favorite podcast every Sunday and Thursday. And join the chat on YouTube at Public Access America every Sunday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Communities looking out for community. Public Access America. History in the making, making history in the making, in the making, in the making, in the making. I really like. I I I feel bad being like, oh, that's so gross, you know, because yeah. people take that as being culturally insensitive, right. and I totally don't. I totally don't mean to be culturally insensitive, <laughs> you know. But honestly, there's even American foods that don't sit right with me the way they smell. So, oh, for nothing sure. personal. For sure. I don't know what a chitlin is, but don't ever give it to me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know why you're eating pig knuckles, but yeah, that's another why, thing. I don't need it at my waffle eating, house, you know? <laughs> like get them chicken feet out of my face. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's things I just won't eat. And I don't like cilantro, so there's a lot of foods that just like taste bad to me. Do you remember the show? Um, uh, what's it called? Um, the show where he went around and tried food, bizarre foods. That's what oh, it's called. And, That's what it's oh, called. Okay. And I don't remember the the guy, the host, the guy who ran the show. I don't remember his name. I really don't. But he would go around to different countries and trying their food, oh. even if he thought it was really nasty. Yeah. yeah. But the cool thing about that guy in that show is that he always maintained his composure even if the stuff was really nasty just because he because he felt like if he acted like a certain culture's uh-huh. food was he didn't want like the rest of the world to treat that culture or their food like they were gross right and so he tried really hard to maintain his composure and i appreciate and i respect that That's you know beautiful i wish i could be like that but um you know none of us are perfect so <laughs> i didn't know you had a website but you started this off with the website and it blew right past me well, yeah, I um I finally yeah. decided to yeah I, I finally decided to buy the uh, the domain name. Um, before I was just using Beacons. It was like Beacons dot AI slash Sadie the Blind Lady, and I yeah. was like, you know what? I'm gonna buy my domain. That is so who you are, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, boom. Go to go check that out. Sadie the Blind Lady, right? Yep. And my first name is S A D I with no E. So. Really? I guess you could say it's Saudi the Blind Lady. I never <laughs> noticed that. Has it always yeah. been that way? Yep. Huh. Well, my mom was trying to, to be you. unique. <laughs> I managed to find you all the time, so it must have registered right with me. See, a lot of times, like I'll see somebody, and then that's what'll stick. Like I have a friend in Seattle; they're they're non-binary, but somebody that didn't understand pronouns introduced us, and it was, "Hey, this is her." And from that point on, I could not get that out of my head, and I'm still oh. trying to work on it's they. But that person called them her because, well, that person had long hair, you know. So it was like, right? Yeah, but yeah, I must. I... Have- been introduced I started properly. I started calling everybody they honestly if like I don't know they're they that's, that's the <laughs> way people I can work. be mad but that's the best honestly that's the least offensive way I can do it yeah that's the way I work yeah I told somebody if you don't want to be called they just consider my me with you I'm your support <laughs> so when you right. say they you mean us <laughs> <laughs> well that's cute I'm glad you're happy Sadie Thank you're one you. you're one of my favorite people on TikTok. You're the first one I reached out to. I think Oh, I appreciate that. I really thought you and I had a the bluntness of both of us would be really great on a podcast. So I and I Absolutely. And I, I think I'm right. I think we talked about a lot of good stuff. We did. And I, you know, I it's just it's important for people to have exposure to people with disabilities that are not like stereotypical, that are not um yeah. meek, that are not shy. Uh, it's important for people to see people with disabilities that are confident, people that assert themselves, and people that don't take shit. <laughs> yeah. I want to add people that aren't like begging for help. Yes. Like that I, too. My mom, she was disabled. She had lost her leg and she was she was a gravitational black hole for help. Like Aww. if she could do something, she would wait and ask somebody else to do it. And I mm. what I learned was people didn't like her because she was disabled because she did that. So I, Mm. I don't ask for help a lot. And I think people need to see like independent people doing what they normally used to ask for. Right. You know, you know, I, I know what you mean. And I've definitely encountered people in the disabled community that are like that. I am actually hosting or not. I don't know what hosting I'm doing a fundraiser right now, like a GoFundMe to get some dental work done. And honestly, like initially when I first posted that I was really uncomfortable. I still am. I don't like asking for donations or help like that. Right. It's hard. Like I feel cringy. I feel I'm just uncomfortable with it. But at the same time, it got to a point where I had to acknowledge that I did need help. Yeah. And the. We're going to end on a political moment and that your government just doesn't give you enough resources to take care right. of these things that are like life ending, if not taken care of. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, sorry, but that's the way it is. We're a GoFundMe generation, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I do like your wish list. Like, don't be, don't be cringy over that because that gives other people an opportunity to to see the product like i didn't know they had a dollar bumper like something that would like braille your money until you right. showed that you know i didn't know you right. could get like a lit up cane or whatever decorate your cane that way until i saw you do it so there's honestly a lot of- I, yeah i put anything and everything on my wish list i'll put meal replacements on my wish list i'll put beef jerky on my wish list i'll put <laughs> camera equipment on my wish list yeah, yeah. i'll put like blind accessibility type stuff on there i'll put anything i want on there to be honest and if somebody's willing to buy it like that's awesome <laughs> right that you shouldn't feel bad about that though because yeah. a lot of people are learning from your wish you know Mm-hmm. And I like that. And my wish was to have a podcast. So a lot of people learn from my wish. And I like combining those two. That's awesome. I, I love your podcast. And when I actually I was on I was live streaming last night and I said that I was going to be chatting with you today uh, uh, to be on your podcast again. Someone in the in the comments uh, basically said that your podcast was really great. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually tell any of the other blind people because I was like, no, I think I want Sadie to myself today. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. I don't know where they're going to want to go. They don't know Sadie. Like I know Sadie. I don't want to be pull the conversation into weird directions. Just want to have a conversation with a friend, you know? 
Right. And I, I, that being said, it would be awesome to come back on in the future with some other blind people. I would definitely love that too. Okay. You're all, you're, you're always welcome. Once I tell them you want to do that, they'll be interested. Awesome. I don't know how long the interest will last, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people just look up to you in a, in the community. I don't think you really realize, you know, I really don't. I, I try. Um, I mean, I try to acknowledge uh, my fans and stuff, but I don't think I realize like quite how much of an impact that I have on people. And I don't think I ever will. I'm not them. You know right. what I mean? But saying the things we all think, but saying them in the way you say them just is really nice <laughs> yeah. for a lot of us. And, and it's like we were talking to Claire and she was like, I don't know why people follow me. And I was like, honey, somebody called you ugly and you're one of the most beautiful people on TikTok. <laughs> like, how did you how did you think people were going to react to that? You know, and I can't like, really see her much, but I can tell that she's a blonde um, and she seems to have a very pretty hair color. So, oh, I can't I can't tell if she's gorgeous or not. I see. Yeah, I see hair <laughs> and I, but I hear voices. Right. And so to mm -hmm. me, attraction comes from voice. Like, right. I, don't know, I don't know what you look like, but your voice. Yeah. I like you. You know, <laughs> let's talk. But she's such more. a great person, though. Right. It's, That's, you know, more than just physical. Right. right. Yeah. It's not. I don't know if it's I don't know if she's physically attractive. I know that she's proportionate. <laughs> right. I didn't mean to like try to describe her as if like to speculate whether she was yeah, attractive no. or not. Like I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> no, I just didn't want to I didn't want you to think that I could verify that she was. Like okay. Maybe, You're like, I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know. I know she's blonde and I know I've zoomed in and I didn't see anything odd, but that doesn't mean I'm catching everything. <laughs> and I also right. don't think that matters. Like she gets to be no her voice, like your voice. It's just one of those things that puts me at ease. And I like those. I like right. Those and ones. I think it's a hysterical that she put a camera on her cane <laughs> <laughs> and that she calls it rick the stick yeah 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 so. and one of our one of our hosts ezrick was like well i call my penis rick the stick and then i saw her oh, no. video and i was like is she calling her video her cane his like what is this friendship you got what's going on here you know? oh gosh yeah <sighs> all right we'll get back to your boyfriend give him a hug all right he's so working but i'm gonna i'm gonna go it's my day off so i'll go figure out something to do it's really nice outside so maybe i'll go outside for a bit there you go get your fingers maybe in go, some uh, dirt. let me go have a nice uh a nice bowl there you go a nice bowl oh. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like I don't like I don't want to be too cringeworthy on your prod podcast talking about like, you know, smoking weed and stuff like that. But it is uh, something that I do. Yeah. Um, and I enjoy it and it's legal here. So that's what I'm going to go do. I'm going to go do that, too. Then. How about that? <laughs> or awesome. Although I think I do one hitters because I have a ball. I have a ball. I have a glass ball. I bought a glass ball. I do, too. I, I typically prefer I typically pre prefer that because I I don't get um, I just don't like having to deal with joints and blunts especially if i'm yeah. passing it back and forth because i burn myself yes so. me too what the fuck why are we passing around this like burning stick back and forth and what's funny is that people will hold it out to me and i won't know that they're uh -huh. holding it and they're like are you gonna take that i'm like oh sorry right <laughs> My, i have one friend and he's like i'm holding this i'm holding it this way so that i know how to grab it because i'll go to grab it the other way you're holding it exactly and then i'll burn so. myself yeah i just stick to my glass yeah fuck yeah me too i like that hey everybody stick to your glass and come back next time sadie's here awesome it was great talking with you again jason Bye.